right. Thank you for that song. That is called Comanche Writing Song by Cloud. Uh, let me see. What does it say here? Oops. Mm, Cloud Walker. Uh, Dog Sense Music. Randy Granger. Um, that's off of YouTube. So if you want to check it out, check out Randy Granger. That's a beautiful song. I heard that song years ago. That flute, and boy, when I heard it, boy, it took me to a whole other level. Bonjour. Anin, como están? Como estas? How are y'all doing tonight? Ay, ay, ay. Let me see. It is 6.58 in the evening time, and the moon... Is at its fullest tonight, I think, or and it's windy out there where I'm at in my little my little one room flat here in Las Vegas, New Mexico, live and in person. <laughs> uh, Cooter's at my side over here somewhere. She want a meatball. I got I got some of them cheap meatballs <laughs> from. Uh, is it called the the dollar store <sighs> some horrible things man <laughs> i tried to make the recipe on the back and i don't think i like it i ain't feeling good anyways oh man i had this terrible sore throat last week and it was terrible Ugh, it was terrible i'm finally getting over it but this wind man it's throwing stuff around and all of my face hurts Anyways, whew, glad to be alive, and um, let's see, what are we, we the 25th today? Yep, today is February 25th, and I'm going to read to you from uh, Walking the Red Road. And it's February 25th, says, we do not want riches, we want peace and love. Red Cloud, Oglala Sioux, 1870. In Remembrance. Of those who died on February 25th, 1643, in what is known as the Slaughter of the Innocents, considered one of the worst Native American slaughters in United States history. The massacre was the result of an order given by the Director General of New Netherlands to rid his territory of Indians. Several bands of tribes were exterminated, and thousands of women Men and children died. Ooh. I need to find a better book, huh? <laughs> that one tells us all the atrocities that's going on. And I don't know, man. I've been working much, you know, going to my AA meetings and my NA meetings and working the steps and trying to work the steps, you know. Uh, it gets difficult sometimes. It gets difficult to to move in that direction like you know but i know that if i don't use my time wisely i'll definitely end up back in in all the playgrounds and i don't want that you know and um the other day man i went to do my i've been meaning to you know i hang out in this little spot here close to the house and there's a creek right and um uh, a lot of the vagrants, I guess you could say, a lot of the um, homeless people or the travelers passing through that are homeless or whatever, you know, 
pass through town for whatever reason. And a lot of them, they go down and they make a mess of under the bridge. You know, they leave their stuff and their clothes. And then there's like this, uh, there's this big brother, big sister's box um, in front of the dollar store. And a lot of times it gets over full and people donate their clothes and and they leave the bags outside because it's so full, right? So what happens is, is that the people, they pick up those bags and they'll take them to the, uh, to the bridge and, and dig through them and I guess change their clothes or whatever. But the sad thing is, is that they leave them there. Like there's this... Uh, I found a bunch of children's little boys underwear and they were clean it wasn't like you know what I mean they were actually really good I could have taken them home and washed them and and redid them but I don't have a washer here at the pad and you know so I didn't I just threw them away you know they just kind of threw them they weren't even like not even like as an offering it was just thrown along the concrete and the wall come on the um the rock, uh, the little rock barricade that they have there to keep the, the stuff, you know, the dirt from falling too far into the creek. And they leave all kinds of stuff, you know, just trash in general. It's not too bad. But I found a, <coughs> I found a foily and, and I know what it is, you know what I mean? I know it's fentanyl, you know, I know it was a fentanyl foily and. I started thinking about, man, how our kids, you know, like my little cousins, my cousins, my little cousins' children, you know, my nieces and my nephews, especially the smaller ones, are, are going to grow up in a world that has drugs like we have never seen before. And then on top of it, they have um, internet, you know, and technology. And it's becoming more and more accessible even to people like myself who really don't have any way. You know, you just need one of them cheap little phones and even a fucking, excuse me, even a, a library, you know, just a library and an internet connection, man. A high school library, you know, and you can get a hold of some things that ain't good, you know, and I was reading this article, and um, this is, what is it, this comes from, let's see, this comes from, Abuse of fentanyl, an emerging problem to face. Forensic Science International, 289, 207, and 214. Um, from these folks, um, I can't pronounce their names. They have very foreign names to me. But it comes from PubMed, the National Library of Medicine. And this is the uh, the National Center for Biotechnology Information. And so, this article 
you know, um, the abstract reads, you know, it talks about abuse, fentanyl, naloxone, overdose, synthetic opioids, transdermal fentanyl patches. <coughs> fentanyl was supposed to be a <coughs> pain medication, excuse me, for, for people with cancer going through chemo, right? And um, it says here in the abstract that fentanyl is a potent synthetic opioid used as a narcotic analgesic supplement in general and regional anesthesia as well as in the management of persistent severe chronic pain. It goes on to say alarming epidemiological, epidemiological and forensic medicine reports accumulated mainly during the last two decades pointing to a growing increase of illicit use of fentanyl mainly in North America and in Europe. Toxological data indicates that fentanyl use is inextricably linked with polydrug use. Polydrug use is like with all the other drugs también, como like a cocktail, you know. <laughs> like a mud pie, man, mixed with rocks and berries and, you know, fish scales. <laughs> that are two main, there are two main sources of fentanyls on the recreational drug market. The first common and most common combines illicitly manufactured fentanyl from clandestine sources. That tells us that well, okay, it's illicit, so that means it's illegal. And clandestine means that it's not made, it's homemade, like, uh, you know, in the kitchen sink or <laughs> in, a, in a homemade lab, so to speak, right? I've never seen one, um, but that's what clandestine means. It's not, it's not made in like an actual lab, but in a, in a makeshift lab, like in a garage or a basement or something, right? Mm, the drug is often mixed up with heroin, and uh, and it says fake heroin in parentheses to increase its potency at, at little cost. It's included in cocaine products like crack and powder cocaine. Um, it can also be mixed into and sold as oxycodone, hydrocodone, alprazolam containing tablets. I have no idea what that is. The other way to gain fentanyl is through the diversion of fentanyl-containing medicines, especially transdermal patches, FTPs. Fuck those putos. I'm just kidding. <laughs> fentanyl extracted from the FTP can be administered intravenously, insufflated, or inhaled over after volatilization. The drug can also be delivered by oral or transmucosal application um, of the whole patch or by rectal insertion. Hmm, you guys want to get freaky? Put it in your butt. Gross. Um, so, oh, and you know what? That's probably like one of those, what do they call them? Ugh. Ugh, anyways, I don't even want to go there. 
<laughs> the most common overdose symptoms are coma, le lethargy, lethargy, whatever, respiratory depression, and arrest, like a heart attack, cardiac arrest. <laughs> Although naloxone, an opioid receptor antagonist, is the standard drug for fentanyl overdose rescue, attempts to revive patients with naloxone, naloxone could be unsuccessful due to the rapid onset of fentanyl's action. Yeah, see, since it's fake heroin, it can't bring you back from the other side, man. You know, maybe it could, depending, I guess, if you're lucky. But I've heard about that, too, that it's, you know, it makes those, uh, those little nasal, um, they give them out at the public health place to revive people who OD on the IV heroin users, right? So, due to the rapid onset of fentanyl's action, as the fentanyl problem is consistently growing, there is an urgent need for new effective harm reduction strategies and technologies as well as overdose maintenance. And that's a given, you know, but it's also scary to think that um that this stuff this fentanyl stuff it's been around for quite some time you know and it's made somewhere in another country you know with whatever else is added to it like you know it has so many additives that there's not even a real there's not even any real droga in there you know what i mean it's all fake it's all something else. And it's a, it's a powerful synthetic opioid that is similar to morphine, but is 50 to 100% times more potent than morphine. We all know that morphine is a, um, what is it, is a synthetic heroin, right? Let's check that out. Give me a second. So... And, um, yeah, oh, okay, here it says, DEA Gov says morphine is a non-synthetic narcotic with a potential for abuse. So if synthetic that is similar to morphine, but it's more in its prescription form, it's prescribed for pain, but fentanyl is also made illegally. And, uh, the, again, the National Institute on Drug Abuse... Uh, this is nida.nih.gov, um, Advancing Addiction Science. Um, it asks, it gives you, you know, fentanyl drug facts. What is fentanyl? And then it goes on to say that um, it can be prescribed by a doctor as lozenges or a patch or, or like a cough drop. But when it is used illegally, it's um, sold illegally as a powder, dropped onto a blotter paper, put in the eyes, nasal sprays, or made into pills. That's what's been really, really, um, that shit's really, um, what do you call it? It's really uh, popular here. 
in my locality is those pills. They call them blues. And, um, and they look like other prescription opioids, except, let's see if they can give me a, a description. Let me see. Hold on, give me a second. Okay, guys, so this is what they look like, okay? So they're tiny little blue pills um, with an M in a box on one side and the number 30 on the other with a line through the middle, okay? Um, some of them look, they look like um, Flintstone vitamins, except they're not in the shape of the Flintstones. They're just pink and yellow, green, blue, and I think that's all that I see. And um, they're very small. I know that I've seen them before. You know, I've seen them before. And over here, I think they go for like maybe five bucks a pop, depending on who you're buying them from. Some of them are five, some of them are two, depende, you know what I mean? So anyways, you guys keep your eye out for that shit, man. Don't let the kids pick that shit up, man. And educate the kids on that shit because, um, you know, it's their world, man. It's their world and it's going to shit. You know, you hear all of these things going on, man. All of this bullshit. All of these, you know, grandmas and moms who are abusing their children. Or, and maybe not even intentionally. You know, the baby picks up, you know, sees that little blue pill and pops it in its mouth because he thinks it's a candy. You know what I mean? Shit as simple as that, man. You guys, I don't care. Come on. I do care that if you're using, I don't want you to die. There's so much more to do out there than that stupid fucking bullshit, you know? But, um, but you shouldn't do it, you know? And it says you can overdose on fentanyl. Uh, and an overdose occurs when a pro, when a drug produces serious adverse effects and life-threatening symptoms. Um, let's see, their breathing can slow and stop um, as this decreases the amount of oxygen that reaches the brain, a condition called hypoxia. And this can lead to a coma or permanent brain damage and death. All right, so you think you're stupid now for smoking that shit. You're going to be twice as stupid if you don't stop. <laughs> you know, and you're not stupid. You're just hurting, man, and you need to put that shit down because it ain't good. And uh, let's see, they say that, you know, drug dealers mix the cheaper fentanyl with drugs like heroin, cocaine, MDMA, methamphetamine to increase their profits. You know what I mean? Uh, making it difficult to know which drug is causing the overdose. That's that's how fucking, you know, that's how mixed these pills are. It has everything in it, so they don't even know if it has too much of this or too little of that, or you know what I mean? And then this shit is so powerful that, that they say that all you need is like a grain of salt to overdose from this shit. I don't know how true that is. I ain't never tried it. Yeah, I ain't never tried it. Fuck, that shit stinks when it burns, man. What the fuck? I thought crack cocaine smelled gross. Fuck, I used to like the smell of crack cocaine, man. You smell the fucking fentanyl and shit. That shit smells stinky in the motherfucker, man. Ugh. 
the hell wants to smoke that stinky shit? Just no <laughs> you know? Híjole. And so, man, let me burn some, some sweet grass better, man. Because fentanyl stinks like shit, man. It's gross. Y'all need to quit doing that shit. I love you too much. Um, And it says fentanyl is stronger than any other op opioid drugs, you know. And it can, might, you know, require more than one fucking um, dose of naloxone, man. So you better have at least three or four of those things on hand if you guys are smoking that shit, you know. And so... Naloxone is available as injectable needle solution and nasal spray, you know, and um, and they need to be monitored for two hours. So if you guys ain't going to call the cops or the ambulance after you fucking administer your homeboy or your homegirl that naloxone, monitor them for two hours, man. After the last dose is given to make sure that their breathing doesn't slow or stop. And if you're afraid of fucking calling the cops... You know what I mean? What you do is you call the cops, right? If you know your homie is, is not doing well, right? If his breathing has stopped, you call the cops and you listen for the ambulance. You listen for the sirens. Stay there. Don't leave them alone. Stay there. And this comes from some OG teachings way back when heroin was the shit, right? So you wait for the ambulance to come. And as soon as you hear them getting close, you pick up your shit and you bounce. That's the best thing to do with your homie. Don't fucking leave him alone dying, is it? Don't do that. It's fucked up. It's going to fuck you up worse. So you do that and you'll be all right. Okay? And um, don't, don't use alone, man. Don't use alone. They have 800 numbers for that shit. Don't think it's dumb. You know what I mean? Come on. We can't keep you from using that drug. Fine. But at least let us make sure that you know that you're cared for because that shit is lethal and it can fucking kill you. And just because you think you're not worth it, that, that shit makes you think that you're not worth it. You know what I mean? It clouds your mind and it stops all of that good chemical in your brain and it makes you stupid. It's jibic, brujeria, in the form of, of droga. As usual, as always, man, it's, it's voodoo. All right? So that's all I got for you, my guys, my girl, my boy. I love you very much. And I don't want nothing to happen to you. So tonight, man, remember what I said, man. Make sure you have that naloxone on you, man. Make sure you at least have two or three of those things. And, um, and you will be all right. So before I leave you, I wanted to say, man, we don't know what it's like to come down off of that shit. So what I'm going to ask you to do, you need to kick and then come back and tell us what it's like and teach the other ones that they can. You know what I mean? If you're looking for help, man, there's, there's, there's help everywhere, man. There is help everywhere. Just fucking even if you have to turn yourself in on warrants, man, and tell them, hey, man, I need to get off this shit. I need help. And take yourself seriously. You can, man. You can get off of that shit. 
like I said, man, I, I don't know anybody who's kicked. I know somebody who's kicking fentanyl. Um, not even kicking, who's recovering. You know, he's in active recovery and he's doing his thing. But um, I haven't really asked him his story, so I wouldn't really be able to tell you what it's like to come down off of that shit and stay off of it. But we need some of you uh, Nijis, man, to to go out there and do it, man, and teach them younger boys, man. Be be a father to somebody, man. Be a big brother to somebody. You don't need a big title, man. Your testimony is your education. Your testimony is what's going to lead somebody home. You understand? So I'm going to leave you with this song again, uh, the Comanche writing song, American Indian flute music. Ho, oh. miigwech. <laughs>